Hey, glad you can make it. Welcome to Fantasy Dad Pods, where dad bods are glorified and dad jokes are encouraged. I'm JT, accompanied by Sean. Sean, how we doing? Doing pretty good. Oh, shoot. I had to run and grab a hat, even though this is not an audio, a visual uh, recording podcast. So it just felt weird not recording with a hat on. So I it's had a mental mentality. Mamba. I seriously, you, you were doing your, the intro, and I was like, I don't have a hat on. I feel naked right now. So I had to run and grab a hat. So and what hat are you I'm channeling really for for the viewers? That um, are the listening? Mariners, yeah, the Mariners um, throwback. Is it a futures hat? The one with the the how would you describe this red? Like a it's a darkish red with uh, their sideways kind of tilted uh, Mariners logo. Yeah, yeah, it's like a solid Famous ruby for red. The, and some silver, yeah, and uh, Griffey wore the cutoff. Uh, jersey with a fake tattoo of his logo on his arm yeah that was legit i still wish he actually legit had that just get the tattoo like, just get it swingman dang i'll be your wingman as someone who has worked in surgery for like 10 years there's a lot worse tattoos out there i'm just i'm just gonna throw that out there i don't even want to know no you don't although i remember the story you tell me about the motorcyclist that was really worried about having surgery and messing up all those tattoos you're like you're lucky to be alive sir when you hit a semi that's parked at uh, almost 90 miles an hour and you only have a little fracture in your clavicle yeah the clavicle, no road burn right. no nothing he's like hey but can you save my tattoos i'm like dude like you shouldn't request nothing right now <laughs> like but yeah um yeah that was that was sick hat what are you rocking jt how was your weekend my hat is just the classic Tri-City Dust Devils hat, although I do have that um, Rooster Tails hat. So everyone listening, go check out Tri-City Rooster Tails hat. Also in like the the angels red with the baby blue bill and just a sweet rooster with goggles on a hydroplane. Pretty sweet. Um, weekend was good. Went camping, had to come back into town to play the last t-ball game of the season um but overall oh finished the weekend with the cornhole tournament obviously um did pretty well there but it was good but let's get into it i'm ready to nerd out i've been kind of working on a couple things on the side we're ready let's let's do it so let's just dive into it we'll get to the normal stuff later we'll just get super nerdy and then we'll just back our way out so uh first up I'm calling it KW Sierra. So it's technically um, something we've talked about before. K is walks, W is not, is, is, or K is strikeouts, W is walks, not like weighted. So it's just strikeouts and walks. Yeah. In a, um, I, I called it Sierra because I wanted it to compare it to the Sierra number. And um, because that's the most predictive kind of era estimator that there is and although i did come up with different versions of this and i can provide the link um on the twitter account attached to this when we tweet it out um but ultimately looking at uh different ways to um correlate uh pitchers outcomes to sierra so kind of taking strikeouts and walks and total batters faced and innings pitched hits allowed. Those are kind of the main five components and some in the numerator, some in the denominator and just kind of seeing how way, how well they correlate to each other. Um, so for like the simplest one, I called it K whip or quip can say it kind of fun. Quip. Um, so that, that one is strikeouts divided by hits plus walks. So we all know what whip is, right? Walks, hits per inning pitched. This is just kind of an efficiency, I would think. How many batters you're striking out divided by how many hits and walks you're allowing. Yep. And so um, if you have a quip approaching two, you're doing fan freaking tastic. And so uh, I'm going to re rank this. So I have 
data I pulled that, yeah. 2015 through 2019 and Chris sales 2018 season had 1.74 so in in this like five-year span was the best quip recorded can I, can I say uh, when uh, Chris sales in 2018 he had a 158 innings pitched but Justin Verlander is third with 223 innings like there's a lot to be said about pitching like 80 more innings than somebody and having a very efficient uh, total too. I just saw that. I was like, man, 158 innings. That's pretty, I was like, Justin Verlander, geez. Like <laughs> I'm just, I forgot we've had 300 strikeout seasons as recent as 2018, 2019, Cole and Verlander in 2019. Yeah. Like if you would have told me that, I mean, just I, again, I don't know, COVID brain, but just everything, everything 2019 seems so long ago but it happened there's the data <laughs> yeah it's but, people um, 2019 yeah wow but yeah chris sale pretty good striking people out so i guess i mean it, it drops off pretty precipitously but i mean uh for say an average pitcher if you're at a if you're at a one you're you're actually doing really solid when you think about it because if you think about yeah like what whip is and what a solid what 1.2 is really good you know solid pitcher um if you're striking out the same amount as you're giving up hits and walks like that's a pretty good ratio um i scrolled all the way to the bottom just for funsies we're talking about like a a one to three ratio of strikeout per Ooh. hit plus walk so i mean those are that's the kind of the bottom of the qualified seasons oh despagne's down here at the bottom he's pitching in the kbo now uh, sorry just got kbo gotta, on the mind it's your, you gotta plug your kbo jt <laughs> it, i always gotta refresh my uh what lineup on mondays and then i kind of peek under the hood on tuesdays see how how it's progressing so that's why he's on my mind but matt kane down here at the bottom yeah, that was when his he just really fell off a cliff near the end of his career. I will always remember having him on my team when he threw that perfect game, having Doc Holliday on my team when he threw that perfect game. Didn't have Felix. Do you did you do you know who had Felix on our fantasy league? I don't. I I did, and you had Strasburg when he had his good year. I always just remember I stopped drafting pitchers after you did. Um, because you just use and abuse them. I was like, I don't take the ace John JT staff the next year. It's just, I followed up with the Ver, the Roy Halliday year and he had a bad year and then the Kane year and he had a bad year. And I was like, I'm not doing this again. I'm not doing this. Yeah. Again. My so fantasy. I have, I have actually, it's actually part of my strategy where I do not take your ace the next year. I'm like, I don't know what I'm doing it. That's good. Cause I'll be honest with you and everyone out there. It's my strategy. My fantasy teams don't have a personal trainer. We don't, they don't get massages. They don't yeah. get ice baths. You burn them. You burn through these. They don't even get hot ice, you know. But um, these, are, these are these are human beings, JT. They're human beings. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> anyway, I'm gonna move on. We've got another one, so I called it uh, KWERA. So Quera. Quera. <laughs> so this is also um, I lo- I kind of like this one, and guess what um this one correlates to sierra the best and the in the tightest for r squared so it's strikeouts minus walks just totals you know strikeouts minus walks divided by total batters faced and so it's not you know how many innings essentially but total batter's face is going to come into play. It's, you know, it's almost kind of like plate appearances instead of um, yeah. at-bats and stuff like that. So you got to limit, you know, the hits, but it's you got to limit your walks and you got you to be really good at striking out. So I'm going to re-rank the Chris best up seasons here. here. Berlander, right. Kershaw, Scherzer. Loss of, I basically named um, – the entire top 15 <laughs> with, with just 14 <laughs> with just saying saying those guys uh no sir uh and then there's a garrett cole and a cloak 
Corey Kluber snuck in there. And that's it. I just named the three people, the other three people. Like, that's it. <laughs> like, right. Oh, man, those guys are, oh, Max Scherzer snuck in there. You got one. If you can add to 15, then Max Scherzer, both of those. So there you go. There you go. So yep. this one's a tougher, like, number to try to, like, translate, I guess, because it's just really, there's a lot, it's a lot tighter outcomes, but there's quite a big disparity in that top, you know, 30 or so it, well, compared to the rest. Yeah, there's clearly um, a cliff of, uh, oh, James Paxson. There's clearly a, a cliff of uh, the elite guys. And, mm-hmm. or, I mean, you know, this is obviously data going back a couple of years but yeah like you knew who the guys were as they say in the football terms i guess the dudes they were the dudes man i guess Derek cole come, starting to come on too he really figured it out after leaving pittsburgh sorry pittsburgh man, yeah so yeah i mean ultimately the more the more batters faced um you're expected to keep, you know, striking out and limiting the walk. So it's, it's, um, again, I guess more of an efficiency thing, but like I said, it correlates most to Sierra, which I found found interesting. I don't know if it's really, um, well, it's a, it, I mean, it, it, sometimes these advanced numbers and in baseball, we could kind of overthink it, which is, but what it ultimately comes back to is like what you said is what you're figuring out here with this, Quera or whatever we're nicknaming this is a uh, um, batter's face and you got to get those batters out. And if you walk way less than you strike out, that's usually a pretty simple recipe for being effic- effective. And that's just what, that's basically what you've, you've narrowed down here. Mm-hmm. Like it is. It's, it's not giving free passes and striking out people. Don't put balls in play per batter. Most of the time you fa- try to face batters. Don't let them put in play the best thing you can do as a pitcher right yeah i I think the the thought was trying i I keep kind of our plate discipline metric is just kind of always on my mind and i think this is a kind of a a close relation obviously there's csw out there and actually shout out to pitcher list um someone took a run at improving trying to improve csw i think they called it um xera like expected ERA, something like that. So the article just came out, I think earlier today. So I haven't had a chance to read it, but I'm really intrigued. Um, But yeah, so I mean, just in terms of like what the pitcher has control over, you know, quote unquote, striking out a batter, giving up a walk, giving up a hit, and then just, you know, how many times they're facing a batter per inning. And that kind of right in a nutshell leads to the, Kind of the highlight one is KWCRA, uh, or KWCRA, excuse me. Um, so uh, this one takes um, all those five outcomes. So it's got strikeouts and innings pitched in the numerator, and that's all divided by total batters faced plus hits plus walks. And so if you can have a you know a bigger numerator and a smaller denominator. You're going to have the higher number and that correlates to just a better, a better number. I know it's kind of counteractive or counterintuitive because we think of pitchers low, low ERA, low whip as good. And I could probably flip them, but that's just how I was, you know, just making it for, uh, for now, but it would just negatively or positively correlate. It would be the same thing if I just flip the numerator denominator. Anyway, um, this one uh, spits out pretty similar numbers or similar names. I mean, all the names that we've already said. Uh, Garrett Cole on top with his 2019 season. My oh my, that that spider tack was super yeah, effective that year. Sorry, never mind. Just kidding. Justin has got some to be a number two on Justin Verlander, whatever staff he's on is always awesome. <laughs> you got some Garrett Cole sprinkled in here. You got some Max Scherzer sprinkled in here. Just being the number two with Clayton or Justin Verlander is like a good idea. Just, just a good plan career path apparently. Cause yeah, they're just, just littered with like his buddies. <laughs> like, man. 
Yeah, James Paxton again. Gosh, don't sleep. Right? Dang. And then, you know, you mentioned it before. I'd be remiss if we didn't mention it. Um, R.I.P. Jose Fernandez. Putting in a 16th overall 2016 season for this KW Sierra. Pretty beastly. Pretty, pretty good. Yeah. His numbers check out that is for sure. Better than, when you, anytime you're above a list, uh, you have a better, any better season be above Jacob DeGrom. You did some, you did something. Yeah. <laughs> so a lot of fun, just kind of messing with numbers, you know, seeing, seeing how um, adding a couple here and there, dividing by a couple here and there and seeing how it correlates and, and what the R squareds are. So I, I, I'll, I'll post the link, but I mean, we're all correlating to Sierra, all these three different ones I came up with above 83%, which is pretty awesome. And the R squared is um, a little weaker per each one, but the best R squared is that KW ERA at 78, whereas the other ones are like 71, 69. Nice. But My favorite is Quip only because of the name. Oh, yeah. That's only because of the name. <clears throat> And where I mean, it's, it's just it, it's it's fine, but it's it just sounds simple. Australian. Yeah, it doesn't roll off the tongue like quit. Maybe the hyphen would appreciate quit. it. Maybe we'll get it on a Mariners broadcast. Yeah, there you just, go. it'll we're, roll we're, off his tongue a lot better. Start the trend. Start the trend. Yeah, Goldsmith or like the Goldsmith. I call him <laughs> Goldsmith. Uh, he probably is much better at this than we are. Probably he is. I'll agree with you on that one. Um, All right. So I've got one other one. Excuse me. I just had a frog jump in my throat. Um, So I've got XWOBA, and I'm trying to correlate to that stat. Same date range, 2015 through 2019. So just each season that a qualified um, player but this is ex-Wobus. So we're looking at hitters and uh, we're trying to correlate to it. So um, I was trying to look at, um, here's another shout out. So we've talked about it before, EV Analytics was a website and it just really simply had descriptive and predictive stats for StatCast in its glossary. And it did the correlation numbers uh, there, so you can go out to evanalytics.com, go under the MLB, and then get down to the uh, research statcast like glossary correlations data. So I was looking at stuff that correlates the Titus to uh, Woba and Xwoba, and then I was trying to come up with like a really simple way to maybe like might have missed the boat. We're already two months into the season, but if something's clicking in the first couple of weeks or say a player gets called up or comes off the injury uh, list, you know, see how they're, how they're doing, you know, post-injury, something like that. These could be some indicators to really key in on because we're looking at a correlation over 90% and an R squared of 82, which is pretty uh, awesome. I'm kind of excited about it. So barrels per plate appearance, and that's the key. It's not just barrel percentage. It's barrels per plate appearance is really like the biggest ingredient in this stat. Get also, them barrels. Yeah. Also sprinkling in uh, next is sweet spot because we know sweet spot is more important than a hard hit just ever so slightly. And then we're also including um, our play discipline, um, WPDI metric. So all four components mixed in, um, like I said, barrels is the most, but we need all to get to this 90% correlation. And so I just called this indicators. So it's all four uh, different ratios. And um, so we're going. I'm just going to resort this off. I'll, the... tell, I'll tell JT when I when I saw the the finished product. I said anytime we have a number that has, uh, so we did this over five seasons: 15, 16, 17, 18, 19. Um, anytime you have 
those five years and Mike Trout is five of the top 13. I'm like, it's a pretty good stat if Mike Trout's here every year. It's <laughs> right. probably it's probably fairly accurate that it's pretty good. I w- I'd imagine so. Um, what was really interesting was the best season for the indicators was David Ortiz. And was that his last season in 2016? Uh, I believe it was. <laughs> Which is just ridiculous. His 2017 or 15 was really strong too. Like, yeah, the 11th was, overall for a yeah, season. It was player. really up there. David Ortiz, Justin Smoke. Sorry, I got so distracted. <laughs> Indicators. 2017. Sorry, that- that was just a gut reaction, guys, from the podcast. I know. Just to smoke, my voice probably cracked too when I saw that. Okay. Oh man, I just—I'm all flustered now, and I'm distracted. Bring us back on track, JT. Uh, but you got—you got some interesting names. I mean, obviously, we're bears are, are important, but um, sweet spot and is just almost as important, if not more, than the hard hit. And then sprinkling in the plate discipline, like uh, Uki Betts has a 13th overall season there in 2019. Um, Yeah. Well, it's also interesting to see like how different ones weight. Like, so we have like Anthony Rendon 2019 as like the sixth overall because he's, his zone control is out of this world, but you could see somebody right above him, Miguel Cabrera. It's a, it's a, it's a workable one. It's not a fantastic, but he's above him just because everything else, like the barrels, the hard hit, the sweet spot were better than Rendon's. So it, it, it indicators slightly favored Miguel Cabrera. If you in total, it's just interesting to see like Rendon dominate one category, but it wasn't enough because Miguel Cabrera did the other three things. So, so well, when it came to just the, just, just in regards to the total of the indicators. Right. And um, I, I am not aware of how many plate appearances I, um, that were to be qualified Needed. per season. But I there see like are 370 ish, at least once here. There are 250. Is it 250 pretty much? That sounds right, actually. Yeah. Because I don't think it was 200. So yeah, 250 was a qualifier. So we have. 1569 years in here and the indicators um it just kind of spits out the number how, of, how many uh, how many years do we have qualified 1500 yeah entries so trout what and trout was five of the top 13 <laughs> <laughs> um you want to guess the worst one I, I don't even know where to start, man. 20, it's, oh, man, because it goes back to like through 2019. Was Brennan Ryan still playing? I don't think so. 2015? He wasn't still playing 2015? I don't, well, I don't see him down here in the bottom 30. Okay, who was? Danny oh, who Santana. Was? Danny Santana? Remember him? Yeah, Danny Santana, really? He was the worst. He had the worst indicator year. He played Brennan Ryan played in 2016. Did he? Oh, so he wasn't down here. Yeah. The, he might not have qualified. That might be the only thing that's right. keeping him out of the um, out of the running. Yeah, he did not qualify. Sorry, D Strange Gordon, but you have one, two, three. <laughs> he's the anti Mike Trout. He's got he's got oh. three of the bottom like 10 years um for indicators billy hamilton has two in the in the bottom six. <laughs> oh, poor guy jt yeah, has the best just one like, is 1536 it's not it's not great at any point really mm-mm. so i mean these are all players that do not barrel the ball barely barely sweet spot do not have hard hits it's, it's, and then it's, have pretty low there is like, discipline like don't a walk trend at here at the bottom mm-hmm.
Yep. Uh, Malik Smith, Billy Hamilton's D Gordon's. Um, ouch. So I'm, I'm sad enough looking at all those names, but um, it's just, it's just kind of interesting. I was just looking at like what makes up a really good X Woba or Arvoba. I mean, same thing, but um, or relatively the same thing, but just, you know, we're going down to like a, the indicators go from the highest at 1.87 down to a 0.8. But um, again, there's a big tier, there's a big uh, cliff and um Moral of the story is barrel the ball, um, hit it on that sweet spot, hit it hard, and walk a ton. Be, yeah, just if to be a good, a good hitter. Face. I don't know if you knew that. Byron, Byron Buxton down here year, a Marte down here year. I saw him, the Marte, yeah. Man, so let's let's ease up on the Mariners uh, <laughs> trading away him because that was not a good year. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes the change of scenery helps, guys. Like, I don't know if you saw something they didn't. Uh... Hey, talk to J.D. Martinez. He's up here at the top a couple times. Yeah. It took him a while, change yeah. of scenery. Yeah. All right. So the one other thing I wanted to look at on these indicators before we kind of move on to our normal fancy dad pod is just like how much I love sweet spot, but how much I need to just temper expectations because like the all-time, well, 2015 through 2019, but the best season that a, a hitter had for like the highest sweet spot percentage wasn't even 50%. They didn't even hit half of their balls between like the 8 to 32 degree, you know, launch angle. So I, I mentally I need to temper expectations because I'm, I'm all yeah. like, man, look at the, you know, 33% sweet spot. That's only a third, you know, like what? But actually, historically speaking, if you can, if you can hit a third, that's actually kind of on the lower third. I mean, if you yeah. can get it above like 40%, 40 percent for, for sure. I'd say even like 35 seems probably about the, the middle of oh. the road. Um, that's a good number. Yeah. 35. Yeah. But yeah, if you can get above 40, then I mean, players that have over 40%, there's only 84 of them. Yeah. Uh, I guess if you round up, you can include the couple Martinez Benintendi years. Half of those are trout, so it doesn't even matter. So it's even less. <laughs> Lucas Duda. I remember that guy. Lucas um, Duda. Alejandro yeah. Deaza. <laughs> shout, shout out to Alex Avila. Has had the highest sweet spot here for this chunk of yeah. time 49.7 basically basically half we round up here yeah basically half half of the bats jt you got your 50 percent sweet spot alex and, avila did it for and you looks look at that his expo of that year in 2017 400 on, on the, the dot, dot. <laughs> zero, zero, yeah. Zero. yeah so I don't know. I just, I thought that was fascinating. So I was like, oh yeah, what's a high? What's a low? Don't look at the lows. It's really awful. Yeah. Um, but I'll send the link. I'll, I'll also link this one. So you all at home can filter your own and look at all that. I looked, red. I looked, I looked at the <laughs> negative. <laughs> oh. Okay. There's only one season below 20% sweet spot. And it's. That person's broken from now on. Simmons and it was recent <laughs> it was 2019 oh man oh it's worried of him going to the angels got one mm -hmm. prediction right there you go all right so we nerded out uh hopefully you did along with us again i'll have the links um below in the on our twitter at fancy dad pods checks out but uh, let's switch on over to our normal stuff and lo and behold Injury news just updated probably what about a half hour ago now that we've been talking. What pops off the page? Uh, well, we just talked about it. Mike Trout leaves the game in the third. It doesn't really matter though, since the Angels just don't win baseball games anymore. Um, so, um, but yeah, he left the third and it was at a right left groin tightness. Um, that's uh, obviously pretty, pretty big news there. 
Uh, and you said you saw something about Pete Alonso? Uh, yeah, he um, was facing new Darvis, check swing, and I think it was off his wrist, uh, right hand. So uh, x-ray, x-ray is negative, which is a good sign. Um, but he immediately was pulled from the game in the oh. second inning. And it looks like also Marte was limping after he tried to steal in the first inning. But he did stay in the game um, for the next half inning, but they got pulled also in the second inning. Man, they had a bad second inning there. It doesn't matter because the Mets just keep winning. It doesn't make sense. We've talked about it. <laughs> it. That team doesn't make sense. Yeah, Escobar had the cycle the other night, last night. Yeah. So let's say it again. I'm rooting for the Mets, but I don't. I don't get it. I just I don't. Everybody's hurt, but they're 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 better as they get more hurt. Good good on you, Mets. I guess uh, Stras and Strasburg. Another one. I guess we'll talk about. Not, uh, Will is scheduled slated to make his major league or major league his season debut uh, Thursday. Everybody else, there's a whole bunch of names here. Sales pitching ramping up. Kershaw's ramping up. You know, just a lot of people ramping up. So um, yeah, nothing really else. It's um, I just we just looked at all those historic seasons recently, and Strasburg was was there. He's on the fringe. What top 30, 50. A couple I, was, I, saw, I think I saw him depending on which one you sorted it by. He was right. in the 20s at sometimes. Like he he had some numbers. I'm just it's kind of sad when you see um because uh Tommy John isn't what it used to be. Uh, most what two-thirds, three quarters bounce back pretty solid. Yeah. Um, but thoracic outlet surgery is almost uh completely zero. Yeah. Um Matt Harvey comes to mind. Um Trevor Rosenthal hasn't come back yet, and well, Strasburg is now coming back, so it's really something to keep an eye on. Yeah, there's another big name in the I can't think of right now, but when I see thoracic outlet, it's just like, oh, have not seen a successful comeback from that yet. So there's going to be one, maybe Strasburg, um, but based on age and other injury history. I have studies um, back. It's a it's a positive note, but I hate to yeah, put a damper on it. I have snagged him in a league, and uh, I will not start him probably on Thursday. But I am interested to see how it goes. Right. Yeah. 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 That's just I'm kind of a wait and see approach here. Might as well. Might as well. I could. I could. In that league, I don't have uh, 90 pitchers hurt like my Yahoo league. So, <laughs> like, I was, I was like, oh man, that is right. killing me right now. But yeah, so I could. I could. I could stash him hide him a little bit um do you want to get some dad strength here yeah let's do it well we we did the one on here is 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 that jesus sanchez yeah jesus sanchez with the he's got an average of 452 but it's very carried by that 500 foot home run he hit <laughs> that yeah, we talked that's, about last that week. was the one right uh yeah he had a pretty good buffer here because uh, he, he that gives you a little bit of leeway. Yeah. Even when you hit a sub 400 one, <laughs> when you hit a sub 400 one, it still, still it's carried that average. Still took it over <laughs> yeah. on the week with the three home runs. Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah. Jordan. Holy cow. He gets paid and then he's just like, gonna. He didn't get any. So cheap. good. Uh, 430 was the shortest. He didn't, yeah. he didn't get any cheapies goodness he's not, he's not he's not playing uh, okunia had one um today yeah, as two well today. Yeah, two oh, two, was it two today yeah, i just saw the right. first lead off home run and yeah they scored three runs uh, and he had two dinners so uh, it's I'm, i think they're glad he's back oh yeah 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 it reminds me actually kind of touching on the injury one it's tatis it's good to have, it'll be good to have Tatis back when he's back, but I recently saw a little video clip of him in the dugout. It looks like he was reenacting how he crashed on his motorcycle. It was like, it was literally like um, wedding crashers where he's like, hey, honey, take a picture. I'm hiding on it. Like that was the motion. It was just like, what are you doing? Just the ownership of daggers. Was that the first one or the second one? Or he's like, no, this was the third. It was a close call, but I avoided. No, Uh, just kidding. The 
The other sips just looking down, <laughs> shooting daggers. Like, just, Ringing. Just, just stop. Just stop. Uh, um, yeah, uh, nothing else. I guess Bobby Witt here up here. Good to see the young bucks. Mm-hmm. How old is Jordan Alvarez, JT? I know the answer. Do you, how old do you want to guess Jordan Alvarez is? 26? Just turned 24. Oh, wow. Yeah, that's what I said, too. I, I, I only knew that because I heard someone do that. He's 24, and he's the legs of a 40-year-old. Okay, Sean, you've worked in the medical field. I have a question for you. How old are Jordan Alvarez's knees? <laughs> I just said 40. They're 40 years old. Yeah, they're 40. <laughs> They've got to be in their 40s. Like, He's going to have total knees here in 10 years at 34. <laughs> he has the life experience of a 24-year-old, but his body his, has been through. His knees are just, I don't know. Like it's like he landed hang gliding button. feet first. Yeah, just landed straight on the knees. <laughs> like, like, he, he just, when he was a young kid, his jumping technique was horrible. Just, he just, yeah, lock him out. Just lock him out yeah, on impact. Just, yeah, he, his knees built just took the brunt of it but man can he swing a baseball bat but yeah only 24 and it blew my mind i was like man he's been good for a Less. long time yeah all right dad strength exit velo oh i gotta be honest what do you know kind of my fave yeah what do you know giancarlo stanton on top kind of kind big of mike it's only As I, big I'm, kind of, I'm kind of sad it's only 110 like right for stan like come on dude should they make a shirt? Should Rotoware make a shirt? Just Big Mike and the boys? And it's talking about Stanton. Oh, oh yeah. You know. Yeah. Like instead of Mike and the boys. Yeah. Yeah. Those who don't know uh, used to be known as Mike Stanton back in the day. I was on a podcast yesterday and I called him Mike Stanton for some reason. I was like, he has been Mike Stanton for like five years now. And I was yeah. like, where i was like where did that come from so, why did i say that yeah <laughs> yeah it happens mike stanton like yeah but mike zanito a 112 shot off giolito not not too shabby or a shot oh it was a shot it was a home run there you go. 360 though take it though 2 count you sit dead red um adley austin or adley austin riley Combine his first and last name. Oh my gosh, 11 of them? 11 of these things. A 113. Oh. And Teoscar's feeling healthy. Also had 11 on the week. I Did Stan get hurt or something? Only his one. Is he okay? Wasn't he just coming back? Yeah. He only might have a couple games under his belt. Yeah. Um, this game was just Jordan. three days ago. Jordan Alvarez has 13 of them. I mean, we talked about how many how many times he hit home runs. He hit a triple. How? I'll investigate. There's a did, video link. Sorry, I got it on here, but I I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna watch. Keep keep going, JT. I gotta. Well, I remember. What was it, an it. episode or two ago? We were like, how did so-and-so get a triple? And then it was because Jordan was playing the field. Yeah. So it's kind um, of funny. We're coming full circle. How did Jordan get a right, triple? He hit it down the right field line, and it kind of took a weird bounce and stuck in the corner in Kansas City. Well and played. He almost, he, and he almost got thrown out. <laughs> Still. Like, Still. I was, I was watching him run. I'm like, yeah, that's, that's 40-year-old knees right there. I'm like, how is he going to turn this into a triple? Was it the Rowdy Telez, how he even ended up on third with the triple, and then he tried to tag up? No, no, that was against the Cubs. Never mind. That wasn't yeah. against Jordan. Anyways. But yeah, Jordan Alvarez with the triple. Cal Raleigh with six on the week? Cal Raleigh, um, big boys, big toys. I'll just put it this way. Big dumper, living up to it. Because uh, the man doesn't get cheated. Hmm. That's how we like our catchers, Magazino, Cal Raleigh. We don't get cheated. You, you don't want, you know, paper mache back there. You want a brick wall. You, you want need, something stout. You need some thickness in the back Triple end. Triple C. You need it in the back end, and he's got it. <laughs> you, don't, you don't just walk, fall into the nickname Big Dumper without – that reason so. without breaking a couple toilet seats <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> i wonder if he's broken more toilet seats than me 
Oh, man, you got a pretty good, we've lived together. You've got a pretty good track record. <laughs> Do you know how many toilet seats I've broken in my lifetime? <laughs> now we're getting into it. I'm not going double digits, but I'll go six. No, no, only three. <laughs> only three. <laughs> <laughs> and almost one with my forehead. Our friend Sarah, way back in the oh, college yeah, days. Yeah. She jacked you up. Yeah. <laughs> like, I remember that. I have a dent in my yeah my, near my you, temple that was at my apartment in college yes. and i could hear that from the other side uh, from the other side of the wall in the living room mm. she tried and to that, take, she that tried was to like the off. uh that was the same year like i got the nickname jt from you from you yeah you yeah, started it that, and then everyone else started well we won't talk about how that started it. but yeah like we we've alcohol was involved so, yeah and just knowing an insane amount of NSYNC lyrics and when you play like five NSYNC songs in a row and I'm just right next to the DJ ripping them off they're like well uh, I guess I guess we've already kind of told the story there's the story (laughs) I had a couple adult beverages and just claimed I didn't know anyone else named JT or Justin so you became JT and I know other people named Justin I don't know why I claimed you I was the only one but but, yeah i don't know i i don't know actually now i think about it at the time the girl who hit your head was dating a guy named justin (laughs) oh that's funny so i definitely knew like they were in the room like proximity (laughs) i don't know if i turned around there was someone in the room so i don't know i don't know but you are now jt for that was that was a long time ago we're dads now like it's just meant to be it was just meant to be fortuitous all right um that's kind of winding it down on the dad's strength uh i did want to shout out to picture list because i was going to read that article i mentioned earlier but um nick pollock updates his weekly like kind of rearranges his top 100 starting pitchers for each week and um it's kind of like rest of season outlook how how they've been faring and he has a quite a bit of I don't know, a thousand words or so, like intros, really good explanations. Then you scroll down far enough, you get to the list. So you just go to pitcherlist.com. You can find the list. But I'm just looking at like these top names. If you scroll down far enough here, Sean, um, we are in just like a rap soto, like we're in the thick of a revolution. It's just, it's really, to me, it's really fascinating the old guard is starting to, you know, show its age. We talked about all those, you know, Chris Sale and the Kershaw and the Verlander and Scherzer. I mean, Verlander's still holding on. He's trying to, he's trying to keep the old guard still going. (laughs) He's got a new, he's got a new UCL. So, I mean, he's, he's back. He he pitched tonight. He's still pumping 98. (laughs) So I'm like, all right. Right. But like, I'm just even like, yeah. So like within the last three years, like, Oh yeah. You could squarely now put Kevin Gossman as a, like a top 10 pitcher. You know, you could it's... put Musgrove as like a, a, definitely a top 15. I mean, Nick's got him here in the top five, but um, McClanahan, oh my gosh, what a season he's having. It's just yeah. like, we are witnessing just like, you know, it just, these these amazing young pitchers coming out ready to deal and it's just i think that might be i think we're seeing it already but like i i want no fear i want i want the call-ups and i think it should be if the pitcher's right he's ready A, a hitter i think is is a totally different you need to see you need to get enough plate appearances under your belt i kind of i get that i i, I yeah. can buy into that but if a pitcher's throwing nasty stuff it it is what it is you you know it's you got to be able to sequence or tunnel or whatever it's their thing yeah. but if they're elite enough or if they're co- at least consistent enough you know I, we might see promotions you know i didn't think we'd see george kirby because i mean mariners fans that's the first name i, I think of for this I year looking at him right now like, yeah. so I didn't think we'd see him this early in season and guess what like what was what was that he's now the second pitcher ever to have the first five starts over 28 strikeouts and less than three walks yeah he's the first he AL pitcher to do it 
I was kind of like, because we talked about it, we've, we've seen his first pro walk, and I just was like, he's going to, he just attacks the zone. And at a certain point, you know, hitters and major league hitters are very different than any minor league. And he didn't play in the AAA that long. And I was like, well, how's he going to adjust? Because, you know, stuff plays, but yeah, you could throw 105 and, you know, uh, or Chavin still gets lit up, you know, or uh, Cincinnati Bigs pitcher, uh, uh, Hunter Green getting lit up on actually mm-hmm. on the fastballs. His, his other pitches are the more effective ones. And that's why he's been doing better recently is because he's just not throwing the fastball as much. And I was like, well, Kirby's got a fastball. He's got some other pitches, but you throw in the zone enough, they're just going to get aggressive. And it has not mattered. Like you said, like the young kids are coming up and just like pitching has such an advantage now. It's there's so much further ahead of the hitters. Mm-hmm. And yeah, Kirby's just up here. Our, uh, oh, uh, Toronto's guy. Now I can't remember his name. Um, Alec uh, Manoa. Yeah same thing like it's just it's just you know it was a little little blip last year like i wonder how he does again and then he's like oh it's it's the real deal let's, let's just let's get up here and do the thing and yeah these guys are not scared of them coming up off the bat right i see lucas giolito's name and that is like the biggest of recent memory of like one horrible season just completely changed my outlook on what he could be or what he was and now looking back his one bad season is the outlier the other seasons are what he's capable of and it's just like it's really weird to think of it that way how um I feel like hitters you just kind of get this track record I mean like we've seen We've seen like the launch angle revolution and trying to change your swing to accommodate to that. But uh, if, if it isn't ingrained into you and you're trying to do that at the major league level, that's almost nearly impossible. But I mean, in terms of a pitcher, it's it's so simple. You're just throwing a pitch with a different grip or a different arm slot. I mean, there's, I don't know, you're in control. Like it, 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 you know, the hitter's reacting. Whereas the pitcher's just. You throw like you said, with, yeah, yeah, with spin, you're in control, and then they have to adjust, and it's just it's hard. It's really hard right now for hitters. Right, baseball doesn't help probably, but it's just it is just really hard right now for for hitters because these guys are coming up and throwing nasty stuff. Yep, at, like at the drop, like right <laughs> off the drop. Yep, it's it's crazy. So shout out to pitcher list. Check out yep. the list. You click on the player; it's directly linked to all this. Statcast uh, info. You got your red. You got your blue. I mean, you can scroll down. You can see, you know, um, repertoire. You just check on, you know, oh, Corbin Burns. He throws on the season. He's thrown a cutter fifty-five percent of the time. What's that look like? They got a little loop, a gif on a loop. It's. It, I mean, like, there's so much content here on a single page. It's just very immersed, and I. I saw the launch because each year they have a new, I think what this picture list six or seven launch and um, it just gets better and better. And this, this might've taken the biggest leap in terms of content available. This is, this is really cool. I'm going to have to get on this a whole lot more. I'm, I'm on Fangraphs a lot. Shout out to Fangraphs. Uh, uh-huh. that's, that's awesome. And um, so it's picture list here. Fan- fantasy use resources. <laughs> like, oh yeah. Use use fan graphs, use pictures list, use unless you're facing data. us in our leagues, only use yeah, ERA and you average. You just just um yeah, you don't have to. If you're one of our competitors, average for hitters and ERA for, for pitchers are yeah, gonna do you just fine. That is but just if you're in a different league and you want to do well. Look at the other metrics. <laughs> look at other stuff. <laughs> don't don't anything look at those. Else. Just look at anything. The else. opposite of that. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, this this is stuff I think about at night, John. This is just what's what keeps me up. Which I want to keep looking at stuff, but then I need to go to bed. But I do. See, I think you're really focused on baseball, and I do too. I do lots of numbers, though. I'm all mm-hmm. I'm all about it. Yeah. I yeah I'm all about the numbers and analytics and breaking stuff down and getting too nerdy 
So oh, absolutely. I, yeah, I get too, I get too nerdy, nerdy. We're in a group chat. My brother sent a sent a thing, and I broke it down based on uh, models and got all <laughs> super nerdy. I was like, this this is just a flawed logic. Earlier right. today, so JT yep. understands like how nerdy it got real fast. <laughs> I was like, uh-uh. models. That was, not that was the point where I was like, oh, Sean's got it. I don't need to. Yeah, I, I was like, the reply. model is not a good model. Like, <laughs> like yeah. But the only other thing I thought about recently, right before I went to bed, was sizes of mattresses because i got the new mattress kind of recently there's king size mattresses and there's queen size mattresses but like what would a prince sleep on an air mattress <laughs> h-e-i-r get it air i got mattress. oh i got it i got it yeah i got, I, I was i was with you yeah. i was with you yep oh I'm going to have to tell that to my brother-in-law. He's a mattress salesman. See if he knows that one. That'd be wow, a good one. If he, if he hasn't, he, that's a sale right there. You get some, You get a dad laughing, that's a sale. Right. That's lock, just... Lock that it would, in. Lock it in. That's just got, like the closer line. Just, if you tell him and he gets a sale, you got to get commission, though. You gotta get, you've got to get some commission on it. Like three, right? 10, 20 bucks or something. Like every time, he, that, every time he makes a sale with that line, you get 20 bucks. That's got to be it. I want oh, it. Yeah. And they could be our first sponsor. <laughs> like There you um, go. There you go. Nice. Um, Dad, Bod, Player of the Week. Oh. Uh, we didn't even go. look into like recent sets and stuff, but just talking about it, Jordan Alvarez. Yeah. Based on he, those dad strength numbers, who's all over it. it. He is not a dad probably, but his knees are. Yeah. Knees he walks are, like a dad. Yeah, those knees have had three kids, <laughs> but he is the rest of his body totally 24 year old young buck. Like, I don't know who he got his knees from, but he does not run well. It is, <laughs> it is honestly painful to watch him run. It's also painful as a Mariner fan to watch him hit home runs, which he did today against Mariner. So that was, that was, he does that a lot. And that's got to be his philosophy. I can yeah. trot around the bases if I hit it over That's the That's what we said on this podcast. It doesn't matter how well you move if you walk around the bases. It doesn't matter. And that's a, that's a philosophy we're going to end on here. There you go. So thank you all for joining us. We appreciate you listening. Take care. Be well. And until next time, see ya. See you.